This program is part of Film Geek Radio. Visit filmgeekradio.com for more great shows. Hey, movie addicts. Welcome to Cinema Fix, your start for the purest, highest quality movie reviews on the block. I'm Andrew Johnson, and I'm joined today by my fellow dealer, Monica Castillo. Abracadabra. Alakazam. I'm out of spells. Is it Wingardium Leviosa? That's one, right? Sure. <laughs> that's, that's totally one they use in Burt Wonderstone. This is episode number 41 of Cinema Fix, focused on the movie... The Incredible Burt Wonderstone. If you're new to the show, basically this is the show on Film Geek Radio focused on in-depth discussion of mainstream blockbuster films. We are here to satisfy your addiction to quality conversation about the movies. And each week we release an episode in two parts. The first part, which you're listening to right now, is a 10-minute long spoiler-free review of the film. That way you can get an idea of what we thought about it and whether or not it's worth your time to check out. The second part is a much more in-depth analytical discussion that does contain spoilers. So if you've seen the movie and you would appreciate that kind of conversation about what works and what doesn't, definitely listen to part two. This week we're going to be talking about the incredible Burt Wonderstone. Monica, why don't you go ahead and give our listeners a little information about the movie? Sure. It stars Steve Carell, Jim Carrey, and Steve Buscemi. So Steve Carell is the incredible Burt Wonderstone, and he has the... Great Steve Buscemi as his sidekick, as Anton Marvelton. They're both magicians with a successful show in Las Vegas, but now their turf is going to get questioned by this new up-and-coming street musician who takes really cutting-edge antics and shock and awe style. And so now it's the old school versus the new school. Of magic. Of magic. Here's a clip. They said this was a magician's bar. What are you doing in here? Mr. Gray, mm -hmm. what you do is not magic. It is monkey porn. I understand. It's natural for a dying leaf to be frightened by the autumn wind. Hmm. It's not about pulling a rabbit out of your hat anymore. It's about pulling your heart out of your chest. <laughs> what the hell is that supposed to mean? It means I take people's nightmares and turn them into dream realities. What is a dream reality? And you are. Well, hold on a minute there, Steve Gray. You're telling us you don't know who Rance Holloway is? Never heard of him. We owe this man everything, and you don't know who he is. I didn't say I don't know who he is. I said I've never heard of him. This is part one of our episode on The Incredible Burt Wonderstone, so we're just going to take ten minutes to give some brief general thoughts on the movie. I am starting the clock now. Monica, is The Incredible Burt Wonderstone incredible? Can you just be like Burt Wonderstone? The Incredible is such, you know, pressure <laughs> to be, like, amazing. Like, the talented Mr. Ripley, like, that's your... What if he's just meh? What if he's just normal? Yeah, what if he's not very talented at all? What if he can't do anything right? Yeah. Are you trying to say that this was an awkward movie? It's just, oh, it's just very, I don't know, pedestrian? Like, there's some fun parts. It's fine. But it's not anything, like, I'd really want to rush out and pay for. I like the concept of the warring magicians, but after a while, it starts to become a little shallow and just very cartoonish. I think you're being generous here, okay. Monica. 
it's a great premise. Yes. And this movie does not deliver on it at all. Maybe I'm being nice. This movie has one funny scene in it. Can you guess the scene? Tell me it's the end. Because I was laughing so hard at the end. It was not, It's not the end. The end is okay. Ah. I thought that was such like a dark like commentary on like where the industry is going to go. <laughs> like what's really next is that they're going to put their paws on you. We're we're going to talk about that in, in part 2. Overall, I just did not think this movie was very funny. A lot of it is the script and the fact that the script just doesn't really develop these characters and their relationships and to some extent it's also the casting. They're cartoons. Right, but the, okay, there's nothing wrong with being a cartoon. Okay. If you cast the right people to play a cartoon. Okay, can we leave Jim Carrey? Because I thought that was one of... We can leave Jim Carrey alone. Jim Carrey was great. Because he is an actual human cartoon. Yes. And this movie was his return to form. I mean, I haven't thought or cared about Jim Carrey (laughs) in years. (laughs) And even though this movie movie is not very good, uh, his performance reminded me, oh, yeah, Jim Carrey, he is really great at physical comedy. Yes. And it was nice to sort of see that adult crazy side of him. Mm -hmm. Since I feel like lately he's just been doing a lot of really dumb kids' movies. So I I will agree. Jim Carrey, that was great casting. Everyone else, though, I don't know. Okay, You've you've got Steve Carell as the lead, and he's playing the incredible Burt Wonderstone who were supposed to believe that sometime between the innocent child, Burt Wonderstone, that we get to know in the film's prologue, and the adult Burt Wonderstone, somehow he became a total arrogant jerk. Yep. I'm fine with that, and the movie, his arc is basically going from arrogant jerk to not so much of an arrogant jerk. Uh The problem is, I can't really, Steve Carell just can't quite sell it. And I'm not sure how much of it is him and how much of it is the script. Well, if it's him, then who else would be able to sell some some sort of a character like that? This is a role that Will Ferrell has played at least half a dozen times. Oh, that's true. Anchorman, Talladega Nights, Blades of Glory, Semi-Pro. I did hear that someone else was saying that this would be a perfect Will Ferrell vehicle. Yes. I mean, I look at the character of Burt Wonderstone and I think Will Ferrell, arrogant magician, Yes, that would work. I could buy the womanizing, really pretentious guy who learns to, who finds love and learns to become not quite so much of a jerk from Will Ferrell because I've seen him do it. Yeah. Steve Carell doesn't quite sell it. Granted, the script doesn't give him a lot to work with, but Steve Carell, Steve Carell just seems like too much of a nice guy. To an extent. I think I was also a little bit of the script. It just, cause like, let's say Anchorman. Like, the whole trajectory of the story is, yeah, he he starts off as a jerk and then, you know, becomes the guy with the heart of gold or whatnot, or at least not as awful as he started off being. And and this, in Burt Wonderstone, you start off good and then goes to bad and then goes back to good. There's three changes. Yeah, it's very strange. It, it, it all seems to take place so quickly. Like, he redeems himself almost halfway through the movie. They still haven't developed, like, the stunt and all the other things that goes on to the, like, the last third of the movie or so. It just seems all of a sudden, like, it clicks with him. And I don't, I didn't really buy the overnight success of <laughs> the personality change. The transition from story beat to story beat is really 
choppy and it yeah. doesn't make it it doesn't really flow together. It's like the writers sent down sat down and were like, "Okay, we want this to happen and then this to happen and then this to happen and we're just going to sort of throw them in situations where it'll happen." And it's not organic at all. I I did not believe anybody's character arc in this movie. It's weird because it's trying to be a goofy cartoon where you don't necessarily need to take any of it seriously, mm-hmm. but it doesn't succeed at being funny. So the fact that these relationships aren't really flowing and don't make a lot of sense, just it just makes it so much more obvious, okay? Like, like okay, if I watch Anchorman, mm-hmm. if that movie wasn't so incredibly hilarious, yeah. I would not be able to believe that Christina Applegate would fall for Ron Burgundy even after his quote unquote change. Zoolander, same thing. Oh sure, or yes, yeah. or Zoolander. But because those movies are funny, I'm willing to ignore that and just yeah. go with it. But Burt Wonderstone isn't funny. No, he's kinda sad. <laughs> yeah. Not incredible. <laughs> it, it is not incredible at all. And Steve Buscemi, I felt really bad for him because Steve Buscemi is a great actor. He gave the saddest Buscemi face, though, when he was on that gurney. Yes, <laughs> he did. Saddest face ever. Close to him. He is capable of so many good things. And I have no doubt that if you put him in the right role and give him a sharp script, mm-hmm. Steve Buscemi can be funny. But this movie gives him nothing to work with beyond making jokes about how ugly he is that is that the extent he's just a punchline a walking yes punchline. that is it <laughs> and i felt really sorry for him because i'm like come on Bushimi, you don't have to stand for that yeah <laughs> like you're a well-regarded respected actor you don't need you don't have to, to stand for that yeah again it was just it was awkward no okay now this was the opening night film of south by southwest it was right? yeah so you got to see this in a big crowd yes was the crowd into it at all i think that's probably why i enjoyed it much more than you did is because the crowd was just like open to everything like we were just so hyped up that this is south by southwest i think there was more laughing in evil dead but this is austin texas so take that with a grain of salt yeah i i saw it on like a saturday afternoon by yourself theater wasn't very crowded (laughs) and there's pretty much just dead silence yeah. throughout the entire movie. Like for a comedy, laugh should be going at least once in a while. Especially the type of comedy that this movie wants to be. You know, it wants to be this big cartoon with these goofy archetypes and play its humor really broadly, but almost none of it lands, unfortunately. Or they they just repeat the jokes over and over. Like I think Right. Jim Carrey had great, his role was great and his character, like he really ate up the scenery and then it just, he kind of started acting this, like just on repeat over and over again until it, it kind of just got boring. It wasn't until yeah. later on that he turns malicious almost that it's like, oh man, now he's bad. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that'll wrap it up for part one of our episode on The Incredible Burt Wonderstone. Uh, Don't forget to tune in to part two for a much more in-depth look at the film. And don't forget to tune in next week when we'll be discussing another film you saw at South by Southwest, Monica, Spring Breakers. Oh, yeah. All right. We'd love to get your feedback on the show. You can email us at cinemafix at filmgeekradio.com or comment on the website at filmgeekradio.com. 
You can also subscribe to the show through iTunes. So if you liked this episode, please write us a review. That would really help us get the word out about the show. You can also donate to us through the website. We really appreciate your help. Don't forget to check out other great shows on Film Geek Radio. Monica, where can people find you online? People can find me online at on the Twitters at M-C-A-S-T-I movies that's mcasty movies you could also find my work reposted on the bofka website that's bofca.com it's the boston online film critics association you can find some of my writing at filmgeekradio.com you can also follow me on twitter at writer andrew if you do follow me be be sure to send me a message and let me know you're a listener and i will follow you back all right that'll wrap it up for this episode i'm andrew johnson i'm monica castillo have fun this week getting high on cinema This has been a Film Geek Radio production. Film Geek Radio! Yeah!